Hot is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. We are back. We are back. And uh, the deep freeze is over. The snow has melted away. ESPN Central Texas, we're back up and running. I mean, Stephen, every single day, I was up here, 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock, I was at my perch, ready to go. I mean, even in the, now, I did lose power for about three days, so you know, wasn't quite ready that day. But those days, Stephen, I was ready to go via phone, via phone. But, uh, man, it was hard getting anywhere. You know, you have to have folks at the radio station to kind of get things up and running. Stephen, does this, I mean, we're going to have to, we're going to learn a lot of lessons through ERCOT and uh, uh, Encore and what all happened here. Should one of us, Stephen, have equipment at, I mean, I do have like great equipment at the house, but I can't like run everything from the house, like for the whole station. I can only get on and do my show from my house. Do we need to have at least one of us with like uh, all the equipment? to run a whole radio station from our house. Is that is that one lesson we've learned? Because we couldn't get people, we, we didn't have power, but now, Steve, from what I understand, Steve, we got backup generators, and the, the, the station power was always good. Am I correct? To my knowledge, yes. I mean, I know right. it would kind of go in and out, but there were ways, yeah, getting on the air uh, as from a power perspective would not have been an issue. It was just simply us getting here. Here's what needs to happen. A couple things, okay? Either we we, we put the, all the equipment in somebody's house or, Stephen, at the first sign of bad weather, winter weather, okay, you're going to have to go sleep at the station. We need to put, like, bunks up there. I'll come up there, too. We'll make it a slumber party. We'll, we'll, make, we'll, have, we'll have a good time. Uh, but we need to get, we need to get some... Uh, accommodations like at the station now there is a hotel like right across the under the overpass there uh on highway six but steven i i think it's time to kind of put some uh put some beds up there put a put a cot just a couple of cot nothing doesn't have to be extravagant we don't need gary you know putting i don't think that'll be a problem i don't feel like we'll have to (laughs) convince him to not be extravagant Well, I like it though. I think I think we need to put some bunk beds up there, and uh, and then that way we'll be ready the next time something like this happens. You know, I'm I, a lot of you have been without power. Text us, man. Text us all your stories. Let us know. I mean, this has been a lot to to deal with. When did you get your power back on? Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Let us know. Where did you get food during this? What grocery store has water? I mean, it's crazy. Stephen, I saw grocery stores. I went up to one the other day. can't remember what day it was. I went to a local Kroger. And, uh, and I, you know, of course, I go to HEBs all the time in the Waco uh, in, in Central Texas. But, Stephen, it was just like it was a bomb. I mean, it had been bombed out or something. There was nothing on the walls. There was no water. <laughs> Man cannot live on Topo Chico alone. Although I've tried, Stephen. Man, I grabbed I, a big case of Topo Chico's. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. We I can't remember it, all the days blur together, but one day this week we finally made it out to H E B and Hewitt and uh, you know, we were looking around for stuff and 
before we left. Yeah, I, I typically like, I really like sodas, which is a vice of mine. I need to cut out, but I drink a lot of Dr. Pepper, but I don't usually keep it at the house because if I do, it would all be gone quickly. So, you know, I, I usually don't buy it, but I was like, man, Kristen, let's get some Dr. Peppers because I haven't had one in a while. So we go looking down that aisle. There was nothing left except like carbonated water. That was like the only thing that was left was Topo Chico. Everything yeah. else was gone. They did have some Topo Chico. I like a good Topo Chico. I don't know if you ever have uh, the flavored water, Stephen. Do you ever do uh, Bubble? Bubble or San Pellegrino is a good water. Um. Man, there's this one local brewery uh, that we had that uh, that well they 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 just announced, hey, we're just going to open tonight. If people want to warm up a little bit, like maybe Tuesday, Wednesday night, whatever it was. Stephen, people came flooding in there, wanted some beer. They had pizza. They had pizza. You know, obviously, I'm after my injury, and well, it's just stuck. I just don't. I just don't have that I don't have anything to drink anymore, which is which is great. It's a good way to go through life, I feel like. But, Stephen, the kombucha. The kombucha is a good way to go. Although it does, Stephen. I thought it was funny. Up on the board, I went to get a pizza up at the brewery, and I got a pizza, and uh, so it was really fun that night to get a pizza. And I, so I looked up there just to kind of see what they had, and, Stephen, they had kombucha. And it said, you know, it had over there where it has what the alcohol's in everything. It said 0.2. So then I started trying to figure out, like, how many kombuchas, how many of those would you have to have to have a buzz? And I think we figured out it was like 30 of them. You'd have to have 30 kombuchas. (laughs) That's some commitment. Yeah, at least, let's see, to get up to like a point, even to a 1%, you'd have to have like five of those things. Anyway, uh, and what does what does a Coors Light or Miller Light have, Stephen? Three or four percent. Think about that. So you'd have to have fifteen to twenty kombuchas to really get up to that point. So anyway, blood orange kombucha. So basically, it just has like a trace amount uh, in there. But uh, man, that was good stuff. But uh, I'm glad everybody's back, uh, Stephen. I'm glad you survived. I know you're. Uh, the longtime pastor who listens to us out in McGregor, he was having some issues. You know it's not good, Stephen, when like even people like Pastor Johnston, great guy, is going at ERCOT in Encore. You know, it's like, guys, get your stuff together. <laughs> I mean, the pastors, our local pastors were getting fired up. Where's the flock supposed to go on a Sunday? We don't have power. Where are you supposed to huddle? Where are the masses supposed to huddle? And uh, Stephen, my church, I thought that was interesting. My church, which has never gone back, which is still virtual, like at some point during the week, they said, come on down. We're, we got a warming station here. I'm like, okay. So we can't ever meet to have church. But during a power outage, because we have power up at the church, we're going to have a warming center. I mean, I'm all for a warming center. And I'm all for the church opening up. You know what's funny in Houston now, Stephen? Have you noticed who's the first person to open up in Houston when the weather goes bad and people lose power or there's flooding? Who's the first guy to open the doors? Yeah, they bullied uh, Joel Osteen into opening it up. Pastor Osteen, come one, come all. Y'all come in here. 
Y'all come in here. And he, he will not. He will never live down the Harvey, but he's trying to make amends. He is in that mattress, Mac. Oh, yeah, just a, a, just an angel. What a he might be a like an actual angel. I mean, he may mattress Mac may be sent from heaven. Other than the fact he's an Astros fan, everything else about him is godly. <laughs> he is uh, Stephen. In the midst of all this. In our Arctic event, by the way, where's Rusty when we need him? Stephen, who are y'all turning to? I mean, who is our guy now? I mean, now for sports, I always turn to Curtis Quillen, my man. You know, Matt, there's a new guy, some kind of like maybe former golfer. He's always talking about golf. Maybe he tried to make it on tour. There's a new guy. He's a big selfie guy. He's always putting out reports in town. You know what I'm talking about, Stephen? Who's our new guy in town? Not Matt Roberts. Matt's not a big selfie guy, but yeah, who's the new I know, guy? I know who you're talking about, but I, I can't think I of like his name I like this right guy. Now. I like. I think he's pretty talented, but he and he's a young guy, and he he's got like golf in his past, but he's always out there like hitting golf balls in the snow and things like that, putting out good reports. And then did you see uh, Nikki? Did you see our friend Nikki? I think she's over at Curtis Quillen Station. Casey, Nikki yep, had Casey to do him. her. Yeah, she had to do a report, KCEN, from a hotel room the other night. Kate, I mean, I had to, I mean, goodness gracious. Stephen, did you ever ask to, for anybody to put you up in a hotel room so you could try to work during this time, or did you not even make the ask? I, I didn't put that in, no. I didn't put that ask in. <laughs> I always like, there were some of our staff that, you know, obviously, a lot of us lost power. We lost it for three days. Um, but it's always funny. It's like the folks that live in Robinson at our station, they're always just like, nothing phases them. Yeah. You know, Tacker's like, yeah, I got up there. I was up at the station. Yeah. Yeah, I worked full day. You know, it's like nobody could get up there shutting everything down. I mean, the, the for whatever reason, Stephen, the folks in Robinson – they just know how to get around. They know how to navigate cold weather. Now, Stephen, you're there's, out there. Man, there's nothing that would keep Terry Tagger from getting up here to check a log. Like, we could be. It could be into the world. Terry's going to be up here checking commercials. What is a log? Tell people what a log it's is. It's basically a, a sheet that tells us everything, every commercial we have in a day's okay. broadcast. You'll do more on it. Do you think people want to hear more about that? Yeah, let's do, we'll do a segment at 140. Don't worry. I'll break down logs. Commercial logs. Man, what a what a time it's been. Steven, are our folks active today? Are they back? I'm just scared people got out of their routine. I mean, the Mosley the Mosley Simcox uh, variety hour has really become probably one of the most popular hours. Oh, I took something the other night, Steven. I said something about somebody's gonna be on the big show. You remember, I said that one time, and it, it offended somebody, so I think I went and deleted that. But, uh, Stephen, that's got to – well, I mean, I hope our people come back to us. I hope we didn't lose them during the freeze. <laughs> no, we got some text. Uh, Greg in Waco says he was without power for two and a half days, but glad to be yeah. listening to us. Good, yeah. good. Hey, Greg. Greg, what's up, buddy? See ya. Um, Mike in Waco says he's listening to us again. He was without power for a couple days, but he's thankful for a fireplace. So that kept his family warm for a little while. So appreciate you guys tuning in. And our buddy David Belton said, hey, good to hear you guys again. Um, he said he was pretty lucky 
and it just was you know stuck in the house with the family for for a week or so. Yeah, he may not want you to repeat that part of it. <laughs> yeah, well, family. it's already gone, hey, buddy. Are people good about like I I had friends running out of firewood, and then we're having a little trouble finding it. I had family members even had that happen. Stephen, I you know what we have that we have the gas logs. And that's that's awesome for just firing it up. It looks great, but boy, it doesn't heat much up. The old gas log situation. Stephen, at your new place in McGregor, do you have a fire where you can actually put some wood in it? I would think McGregor is a good community for firewood. Mm. Like people in yeah. McGregor don't run out of firewood. Do you have firewood or do you have gas logs or do you have not? Do you not have a fireplace? We have a fireplace, and uh, yes, we use firewood. And McGregor held up pretty well. Like Ace Hardware is kind of the place everybody goes, and they ran out pretty fast. But uh, yeah, McGregor was a good place to be. I saw people <laughs> not, posting. Not on, a great plug for Ace there. Well, that, it's not their fault. <laughs> they just like sorry, you know Ace. everything that happened. But Ace is the place for the friendly <laughs> hardware store. My point being is, you can call Jim and McGregor, and he'll get you firewood. Like people have firewood. Like there's trees they cut down and stuff. You can you can find uh, it. Matt Ace did not handle it very. <laughs> just lost them. For Sorry, Eddie. Sorry, Eddie Yeager. You're a good guy. Former baseball coach. Oh, good. Good. I mean, y'all got an ace out there? Oh, yeah, man. I wonder man. how that buffet held up. The Toronto, <laughs> the coffee shop. The coffee shop was out in front of it. On, like, Sunday, they were like, hey, we're closing until Thursday. We'll see you guys later. Good. Good for them. You've got to get ahead of these things. You can't just play it by ear. Boy, people flooded. I had the... Uh, this morning, I was up early because the uh, – and I'm not normally up early. I like to – I stay up reading till 3 or 4 in the morning, and then I, I'll send you text messages, Stephen, like, hey, buddy, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to check in with you for a while till the next day. But this morning, Stephen, the plumber called. All right, we so what we had – we had an issue, Stephen. Um, I know everybody wants to hear my, my pipe issues, but the upstairs bathroom – the shower, you would turn the hot water off, and it would kept coming. So obviously something froze in there, like a washer or something inside of it, like a valve. So you'd turn it off, and it was still gushing out hot water. So I then had to go. I was real proud of myself. Uh, I had to go climb up on the hot water heater and turn that lever, turn the pressure almost all the way down. They want to turn it all the way down because I wanted to keep running some of the water to keep the pipes going. Steven, I think what this did is create like an army of amateur plumbers. Like all of us now think we know just a little something about plumbing. Like, uh, well, we uh, you put a hair dryer on it and uh, just punch a hole in the wall. Steven, we used to have somebody worked at the station that'd be good at punching holes in walls. Okay, uh, Stephen. Didn't expect that there. one. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you have to punch a little hole. You have mm-hmm. to kind of hit a hole in the wall sometimes to get back to the pipe, and 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 like get the hair dryer on it. And then one guy showed up over here. One of my buddies with like a high powered curling iron type deal. Uh, it looked like a curling iron, but it was a it was a it would heat up the pipes. And you try to unfreeze it with that. Uh, Stephen, it's a wonder we all didn't get electrocuted. I mean, it's scary stuff. I mean, we're, we got, we're, these are pipes. And all of us amateurs 
are in there with hair dryers trying to unfreeze pipes. I mean, I you would not want Mosley or Simcox to show up at your house to handle one of these issues. Am I right? No, you wouldn't. But I'm proud of you, man. That's the Coffin County coming out in you. Just getting getting the job done. Kind of rigging some things up. That's what we do. Had to go take care of the cattle. There's some stuff out there. Some ticks and stuff getting out there. Had to go take care of the cattle. Uh, Stephen, uh, it is time, though. It's really a fun time of, uh, of the year because the Baylor Bears are coming out of hibernation. The Bears program, press pause. Stephen, was that 2020 or 2021? Still still 2021, if you can believe it. Oh, okay. It. February 2nd was the last time they played. They put the kibosh on those dreaded Longhorns. Boom, boom, boom. And uh, tomorrow, tomorrow the Bears come back. We uh, are going to speak to one of the great one of the great coaches in all of college basketball, the associate head coach for the Baylor Bears. His name is Jerome Tang. Jerome Tang joins the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. We're seeing mostly clear skies to start off the day with temperatures in the 30s, but will warm up quickly by the afternoon. It will be warm and slightly breezy today with highs above average around 66 degrees and winds coming in from the north around 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, skies will be mostly clear with temperatures dropping down to around 38 degrees. Tuesday will be even warmer with highs in the lower to mid-70s across the region. Skies will be mostly sunny throughout the day. Rain chances will increase on Thursday and colder weather is likely towards the end of the work week. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 539 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Tim Mulkey and the Lady Bears, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Lady Bears back home to Farrell Center Wednesday hosting Oklahoma State. 6.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday for the Lady Bears and the Cowgirls. This season, join Bruce Geetson and Maggie Davis-Tanette for all the play-by-play of Lady Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, got an unbelievable deal for you. And I want to remind you, February is Heart Health Month. And uh, I I am I swear by the Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements. Uh, I have stayed incredibly healthy during this whole crisis over the last year and uh, have not gotten sick at all. And studies show that uh, omega-3, uh, those fatty acids can de- decrease your risk for heart disease and heart attack. You're not getting enough fish in your diet, most likely. You need to add the Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3 to your daily supplement regimen. My buddies at the radio station, including Terry Tacker, who we always talk about, uh, man, takes these, and they are just awesome. Cooper Complete Supplements are backed by Cooper Clinic physician and founder, Dr. Kenneth Cooper who recommends vitamins and supplements to improve the quality and quantity of his patients' lives. Now, here's how you do this. This is the special offer from Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, 10% off your purchase of Advanced Omega-3, plus get free shipping 
with any purchase, $60 or more, use the coupon code BAYLOR10. Okay, this is B-A-Y-L-O-R-10, and just use that at coopercomplete.com. So, again, get the um, – this stuff is amazing. This is the, the Omega-3, and it's great for your heart. And quite honestly, with our diets, we need this. We need this. Go to coopercomplete.com. And, again, that, uh, that code I want you to use is Baylor10, B-A-Y-L-O-R-1-0. Rangers fans, don't just watch the game. Own a piece of the game. From game-used baseballs to bases and autographed photos and jerseys, your next prized possession is just a few clicks away. Visit the online store to see what's on sale because you never know what will be there. New items are always being added, and you don't want to miss your chance to get something truly unique. Your piece of the game is waiting for you at texasrangers.com authentics. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for, in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. At UBO Business Services, being the premier copier service provider in Texas has its advantages. In production, UBO is the only dealership in North America that can sell and service the Xerox, Iridesc, and Versant lines, as well as Konica Minolta's Acuro Press line and Ricoh's Production Pro 7210SX. In wide format, UBO offers HP's industry-leading line of equipment. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600 or ubeo.com. Stephen Simcox, and uh, I want to remind you, the Bears playing the third game of a, a three-game set over um, University of Texas Rio Grande Valley. So the Bears actually went to the Valley today, played games at the ballpark. Stephen, is that right? Uh, that would have been boy. That they started that series with two game, two game set. Yes, on yeah, Sunday, that, yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, in the valley today. Yeah, so they're Jackson. They were originally supposed to play Jacksonville State, host them yeah. this weekend. That got postponed because of the weather, and they were supposed to play Rio Grande Valley in just a one-game situation on Monday in Waco. But Coach Rod wanted to get a three-game series in, so he contacted Rio Grande Valley, and I guess through the course of that conversation, they decided 
Uh, they would do it, but they'd have to travel. So they're on the road actually playing a three-game set, which ends today with the rubber game uh, down there in Edinburgh. Yeah, they've had weather even in Edinburgh, although I see some palm trees out there in these pictures I'm looking at. And, of course, we uh, here at Eminem Broadcasting are able to bring you so many of these games. Over at Cool 101.3 FM uh, is uh, is where you can find that. You can also stream it. Uh, you can stream that game as well. So, uh, But 101.3 FM if you want to hear Baylor baseball. And they got off to a couple of good wins. Jimmy Winston on the mound today. Excited to see what kind of year Jimmy's going to have. And um, looking at the uh, – been looking at some of this uh, lineup. Look, Eddie Thomas, of course, batting cleanup. Nevin batting third. I wanted to kind of see how they were going to do this. McKenzie's killing the ball early in this season, batting leadoff. Uh, I don't see my – I hadn't seen my kid in the lineup. Uh, Stephen Cade, you know, the youngster from, from my hometown, has not been in the lineup. So I got to talk to – should I wait till after the game to reach out and question Coach Rodriguez, Stephen, on why he's not playing the Kaufman youngster? <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I say I'll we wait. call him right now live on the air and just be like, "Is Coach, is Cade Currington ready? Like, is he going to be a pinch hitter today, or what's going on? Yeah. I mean, maybe he's pinch hit. I just haven't seen it, but he's not been in the lineup yet from what I've been able to tell. All right, it is uh, Mosley and Simcox, and we had an opportunity to catch up with, uh, boy, all-around great person and great guy and a man who uh, will hopefully, been a little bit scary with the COVID, will hopefully be ready to be uh, coaching on the sidelines, the associate head coach of the Baylor Bears, Jerome Tang. And we are joined now by Jerome Tang, associate head coach, for the Baylor Bears, one of our favorite guys and uh, one of the great uh, assistant coaches, one of the great coaches, uh, uh, period, in the country. And, Jerome, I, I mean, this is a uh, – this has been a, a law. I know, you know, this time of year, you guys are nose to the grindstone. I mean, you're used to – you're this is usually when you're on the final stretch, getting ready for the Big 12 tournament. And, and you guys had to press pause after that game on – February 2nd, last time you'll play, and obviously Baylor will be back playing Iowa State at the Farrell Center uh, tomorrow evening. So, my goodness, a three-week pause. But this thing, uh, Jerome, has uh, affected a lot of you guys, uh, I know. But you personally, uh, I, I, fortunately, it sounds like you are on the back end of this. Uh, but uh, but but I'm, I'm glad you're doing better. But I understand, uh, Jerome, this has not been – an easy process uh, uh, for you or the program? No, not not, not at all, man. I, I, I wouldn't wish this on anyone, you know, and, and I know there's some people out there who have thought, man, I, I, let me just, I just want to get it, you know, and, and I, I consider myself to be in um, pretty good shape, you know, um, and I take good care of my body. And on February 9th, I tested positive. And that night was one of the worst nights of my life. And, uh, and from that point on, I, I felt like I was starting to recover. And then, um, we have a once in 40 year ice storm that knocks out power in my house for three days. So, you know, now I can't self quarantine in the little room cause there's no heat. So I have to move to the living room. So there's, you know, and now me and my family are in the living room, just trying to stay warm, you yeah. know, and, uh, 
I mean, I don't know that we were able to get our house above 53 degrees in that living room for three days with no power. And then when the power came back on, I think my body said, okay, well, we kept you warm as much as we could. Now we got to try and fight this virus. And I mean, it was basically like starting over. And so I'm on day, today's day 14 since I tested positive, I think. And um, I'm I'm hoping that I can go 24 hours without a um, a fever. Yeah. And uh, because I've been, and so that I can get back to work. But I mean, it, 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 it physically, it hasn't been fun. Um, it hasn't been uh you know i mean I, I lost taste and smell and all that stuff but I, I i experienced some stuff that i wouldn't want to have to experience i wouldn't want anybody else to experience so um thankful for where i'm at thankful for all the, the doctors and everybody that has you know been there to help me and uh, my family and um you know but this is I, I and i don't have to try and go play a basketball game after not doing anything for for 14 days and that, that's what we're about to ask our guys to do, you know, after not doing anything for so many days to step back out on the court with two days of practice and um, compete against a team that's been playing a bunch of games. And so um, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's not an easy thing. I, I know that our guys are resilient. I know they are tough. I know they're excited about getting back on the basketball court. And, uh, you know, we're, we're excited about the opportunity that's ahead of us. I, I just, like, I hope that Baylor Nation, the Baylor family, uh, really appreciates um, what these guys are going through and what they've gone through because um, it's not just they got to rest for 14 days. Yeah, and so we have this straight, and I'm glad you're doing better. That is uh, that is scary. Uh Jerome, the uh, Jerome Tang, associate head coach for the Baylor Bears. So Jerome, you never quite had to go to the hospital, is that right? But you, you obviously, yeah, I, 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 I didn't have to go to the hospital. I did go back in uh, a couple days ago, actually yesterday, and got a chest X-ray because my fevers were persistent, and um, one of the the symptoms of pneumonia are fevers. So I went and got a chest X-ray just to make sure that I didn't have pneumonia. And I got a flu test to make sure there wasn't something else on top of it. And so all of that was clear. So now it's just my body having to, you know, fight out whatever's going on on the inside. So, Jerome, the last time your team, uh, and like you said, they'll have a couple of practices here before trying to return to action. And I think it's, uh, uh, Jerome, I think that's, uh, and I was, I was, uh, talking about that last night on Twitter uh, from some stuff uh, that, that I had heard. I mean, I think as, as fans of the program and as reporters, we want to always put things in perspective or, or provide context. And so when we saw Michigan play that great game against Ohio State, I do think there are some people that want to be like, well, hey, the Michigan missed three weeks, and, and uh, they look really good against Ohio State. I think it's important – uh, Jerome, Michigan State, from what we're able to gather, um, they 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 did not have to kind of shut down practice wise. They certainly went a good long stretch without games, but I don't think that's an apples to apples type comparison, is it? No, it's it's not. Um, they were shut down for um, a couple weeks, and where they couldn't do anything, and then they had nine practices 
before they played Wisconsin. And so um, that that's a totally different thing. I mean, if we have nine practices, we can get our guys back in game shape. You know, we can do some different things. That, that's So it, it's different. I think more apples to apple is like none of Michigan's players were shut down because of COVID. It was they were shut down because the city shut down the university. And so um, we had to shut down because we had guys who were unable to, to work out because they were experiencing, they were, they were battling this thing. And, um, and so I think a more comparison is like Louisville. They actually had to shut down and could not practice and then came back and played a game maybe a day or two after they had enough guys. You know, and um, they played North Carolina, and it was it wasn't pretty. You know, and I think that happened to them the last time they shut down. They came back, and it it wasn't a pretty game coming out. Now, um, I, I'm just saying that just that you have to compare apples to apples, and yeah. I expect our guys, you know, to to give everything they've got, and um, we're gonna try and put them in the best situation, uh, you know, to to win that game. But to do that, we got to go one and zero today, and so it's about preparing for practice today, and giving them the things they need to help them be successful. In, in something like this, uh, that is a lot of this is unprecedented uh, in past years that you would have three weeks and miss a period of about uh, six games. Jerome, give us a, a little glimpse into how, how do you try to at least individually keep your guys who maybe have uh, recovered from it or don't have it or, you know, maybe had it a while back and are okay now? How do you try to keep – do you just have to kind of trust? I guess Scott, since he'd had it, I know he could work out with certain guys um, because obviously he is uh, is going to – you know, he's immune to it at this point, so he's allowed to do certain things. How do you try to keep the team uh, headed in the right direction during something like this? Yeah, you know, we had a couple coaches who had already had it, and so they were able to work out some guys who had had it or maybe they were contact traced. And so some guys were able to get some individual workouts in, you know, every day, maybe get a lift in a couple times a week. So our guys are really diligent, man. They, uh, you know, the ones who weren't allowed to, to get out, I mean, they were trying to do some stuff if they were physically capable of doing it at their house. You know, as soon as some of those guys got healthy enough to do things, they were figuring out ways to do things at their house um, within, you know, the guidelines that were allowed. And um, and then, you know, like I said, once they came back, they're, they're very mature, so we can ask them, you know, some, you know, we can ask them how you feel, what, what does this look like, what, you know, and they can really tell us how their bodies are responding to certain things so that, you know, we can – not do too much or not do too little to help them on the process of getting back to where we want to get back to. Okay. And, and so, and I, and I thought that was interesting. I'm sure you saw that thing on CBS where Scott, uh, and we're talking to Jerome Tang, the associate head coach for, for Baylor men's basketball, uh, Mark few from Gonzaga and Scott, were talking about it And Mark few. They had a much shorter time off, but, he was sort of joking about like like how balls were hitting people in the you know the uh, basketballs were hitting coaches in the head and it was pretty it was pretty crazy when they came back. It will be interesting to see, you know, what the team looks like because Jerome, I mean, I, I think 
we have to be honest with ourselves. As great as this Baylor team is, and this may be one of the greatest teams in in school history, when you don't practice, I mean, I, I don't think totally people have a great appreciation for that. If you can't get your team together, the cohesiveness of something, let's say you go almost three weeks or at three weeks without doing it. By the way, just so I have my timeline right, you guys last played on the 2nd of February. When was the last practice before y'all hit pause? Was it almost like just a couple of days after that? No, it was the, the next day. Okay. We had a certain number of tests, and two days later it was a certain number of tests. I mean, it was mm-hmm. from it, that was just a string of days where, I mean, it was happening. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We, we, we haven't had a practice since we played that game uh, until um, yesterday. And, uh, and then okay. today will be our second one. I got you. Well, it'll but, be. But you know uh, the balls. You know what the balls are going to fly. I, I I think um, you know the first time we had to pause. Uh, that first practice that was hilarious, and uh, I think that that was the image that everybody had in their head of what it would look like yesterday, and it looked a lot better than it did that day yesterday. So I mean, the guys got a little better feel for coming back, a little better feel for their body, you know. So it's um. It, it 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 won't be too bad. It's it's you know I mean it's we're gonna we're gonna try and figure out a way to put ourselves in position to win a basketball game and then uh, and then we'll build build from there. What um, uh, Jerome? Do you try to watch a practice? Can you watch it via Zoom or do you watch the uh, tape <laughs> practice afterwards? How do you kind of check in yeah, on things? No, I watch it. I, I watch it afterwards. They um they run it over and. Um, put it in my mailbox and I put it on my computer and I watch it and then we can talk about it and anything I see. And if it's just, it, it's different not being there, you know, um, but, but we got great coaches. I mean, John Jacobs and Alvin Brooks, they're the two of the very best in the country. And so, and, you know, obviously Scott's going to be a hall of famer. So well, we're, we're blessed. Yeah, well, uh, but they need you out there. Your positivity and, and the spirit you bring and the fact that uh, those guys respond to you and part of the, the great development that you see with these players uh, can be attributed uh, to all of you, but, but uh, you know, you have a huge role in this. So uh, I, I, uh, I hope you can get back out there. But, again, it's like you say, you want to be at full strength. You don't want to be out there and, and, and then have to – feel like you have to once you go back you want to have it uh, all back again and so anyway that's a little scary to hear I did not realize Jerome that you kind of had uh you know symptoms were that severe I think sometimes we have a habit to think especially guys like you who you know look very very healthy and appear healthy and uh we just think well it's nothing you know like for instance I think Kim Mulkey was almost a symptomatic when she had it so it's just varying strains of this thing, but uh, my yep. goodness, I mean, it sounds like it hit you, it knocked you on your rear, and I'm so glad, uh, I'm so glad you're okay. So that first time when you were talking about it on uh, uh, when you the ninth or whenever, you, you know, you you tested positive, did it? I mean, did it? Was it like immediate fever and all sorts of stuff? Just bad cough, yes, breathing yeah, issues, no, not, all of those not, things. Not a cough. Uh, it was just the fever and the chills and the aches 
you know, and you just knew like something was really, really wrong and trying to, you know, just trying to do whatever it took to, to find a, you know, be able to sleep and, yeah. uh, wasn't an easy night to sleep, but, um, you know, once I made it through that, that first night, I, I felt like I was good. And, uh, but then there was a compound, I, you know, that's the thing, um, I think you have to like we we had not just that shutdown, we had a power outage shutdown. Yeah. And so some of our guys we had to relocate them. You know, so, some of the guys who during those days might have gotten in the gym couldn't get in the gym because everything was shut down. You know, some of those guys had families who didn't have power that they were worried about. You know, it it was there was just a a multitude of things that's on them and that's why when I when I sit and I you know when I I see some of these people saying, well, okay, they got nine games to make up. We can make up nine games in 15 days. And I think to myself, if they had children, right, would they, after their child didn't do anything for 21 days, would they make their kid go out and play nine games in 15 days with travel and everything else? Is, is that what they would do to their children? No. And so that's why some of the crazy things that I hear are, are ridiculous. I think we're going to make up the number of games that we need to make up to, to give ourselves an opportunity to, to, to win the Big 12. And, but more than the Big 12, the health of our players is the most important thing. And we're not going to put them in a situation that's going to jeopardize their careers, their health, uh, to try and win a trophy. And that, that's, that, that's just not who we are. No. No, that's not. And uh, talking to Jerome Tang, associate head coach, who has fortunately seemingly turned the corner, and uh, the program comes back, and they will play against Iowa State uh, tomorrow night. I believe that game's a uh, that may be a streaming game. I think that's on the ESPN Plus app. I had to. Uh, uh, I thought of you, Jerome. Y'all do such an incredible job recruiting. Uh, I saw that footage of one of the guys that uh, will be incoming in 2021 playing on the Polish national team. That would be, you can correct me if I say this wrong, it's spelled C-O-C-H-A-N. Sohan, is that how you say it? Uh, yeah, so Sohan. Yeah. And, uh, Jeremy, yeah. Jer- Jer- Jeremy, Jeremy is just a terrific. You Think about this. He just made history in Poland. He's a 17-year-old playing on the men's national team, youngest player to ever do it. And his first game, well, he opens with a dunk. And he goes, like, I mean, he has 18 points and six rebounds and is one for one from three and, you know, a couple blocks and a 17-year-old out there. What, what a t- Man, he's just a terrific young man and a terrific talent. Well, it's uh, – and that block shot was just – that was scary. I mean, that was <laughs> – I mean, he, he sent that thing back out to midcourt. And that – you know, these are, these are men they're playing against. I mean, yeah, these aren't all men. like – yeah, yeah, and it's it's kind of like, uh, you know, Luca has been a professional since he was 15. So now Jeremy getting a little taste of what that was like for a young Luca, playing at a obviously at a, a very high level. But uh, that that's going to be invaluable when uh, um, when Jeremy gets to school. Let's just not let's not let him have so much success uh, uh, that he decides to. Turn pro, Jerome. Let's let's try to get uh-huh. him to Waco. Okay. That's, yeah. Well, you know, God has a plan, and uh, we <laughs> we we try not to question it. We 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 trust him that 
and and we want the very best for all of our guys, man. And um, if that's the case, we'll, we'll be we'll be very very happy for him. And he shows up in Waco, and we'll be very very happy for him. And so it's right. uh, <laughs> it is awesome. Well, yeah, I would say so. And the rest of that crew, you also had some nominees for that McDonald's All American game. Couple of those players, yep. the young man from us, uh, Sunrise Christian, out there in uh, in Kansas, outside of Wichita, Kansas. I noticed he was one of them, and then the other was it Langston. Langston was the other yep. player, right? Okay, so uh, two players who so, were so both, nominees. Both, both Ken, Kendall Brown and Langston Love were both uh, nominated and um, in the first round, and then they're going to narrow it down to a hundred, and then they're going to narrow it down a little further from there. Um, but we're just so proud of him, and I'll just tell you a story. Um, uh, Kendall's high school coach sent Coach Drew a text message and said that at the senior night banquet, Kendall Brown had him in tears um, as he was just thanking Sunrise Christian, the coach, the environment, and how he has grown spiritually and, and as a man. And um, and he said, y'all are getting a great one, and he's just so thankful that he's going to continue to be in an environment where he's going to grow spiritually. And so those, those, those types of text messages, those types of stories about the young men that are coming to be a part of our program and this culture of joy that we have uh, just, just fires us up. Well, I put on my, my – I had my gear on the other night, and uh, you can't comment on this young man. I can comment on him, but I, I saw another guy y'all were recruiting, and uh, I will just say – uh, Jerome, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a kid walk into a gym and literally just try to dunk on everybody in the gym. You know, I've seen big men who love to dunk. I'm talking about guys that are usually 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, that just, you know, they're trying to dunk everything. It's rare when you see a guard. Hey, this guy's about 6'3", six, 6'4", three, six, probably 6'3". I stood next to him at some point, and, and it's the dangest thing I've ever seen. Um, but... Uh, but y'all are recruiting some unbelievable character kids, but so also some of the top twenty, uh, top ten, top twenty type kids in the country. So it's going to be a lot of fun over the next few years. But uh, Jerome, uh, really appreciate it. Glad you're doing better. I really get to hope. Uh, hope I get to see you tomorrow night. But if not, you know it'll be soon. And I do think everybody yeah. uh, will understand. I mean, this is a uh, this is a remarkable team and. Um, I don't think – I know it's – you know, I've seen it on Twitter and, oh, this team and that team gets all upset and this team – and who knows? I mean, everybody will get their best crack. West Virginia, if they think, oh, Baylor's been out longer than anybody else, well, hey, they get to come in here and play us on Thursday night. So it's all, it's all – I think it's kind of made for some interesting debate. But the truth is uh, this is a remarkable season. And once you get rolling again here tomorrow night, it'll it'll get going again, and and uh, and I yes, think it'll it be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Coach Brooks has a Kobe Bryant quote that he he likes to use. That um, Kobe Bryant said that everybody loves watching the Discovery Channel and seeing the Great White on TV, but it's a lot different getting in the water with them. And uh, <laughs> so. I like that. I like that. All right. Well, listen, you get to feeling better. Always love having you on. Uh, it is Jerome Tang, ESPN Central Texas. Bears back in action tomorrow night. Thanks, Jerome. Thank you. And there he goes, Jerome Tang. Send it in, Jerome. 
the uh, the Baylor associate head coach, joining the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox. Stephen, we've come to the end of our broadcasting day. Always fun to catch up with Jerome. Uh, I do want to say, uh, while I have a chance here, February is the time to come see your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels. And, uh, man, there's just something great about uh, those certified at G- J.D. Power Award winner again and the uh, winner of, of Customer First Award for Excellence at Dealership. Uh, and the Ram is the three-peat trend truck of the year. Back to back to back. This truck's built to serve you, perfect for whatever your lifestyle calls for, especially like in snowstorms. Stephen, if you noticed... The trucks were the ones still out in the road doing fine, not sliding all over the place. I didn't notice that. I was next yeah. to him sliding off the road. <laughs> you were in another vehicle. You were in a non-Ram sliding off the road. Check out the new Ram 1500, 2500, or the big 3500. I pulled up next to my buddy the other day. He was in 1500, and that thing was making it around in the snow beautifully. Impressive towing capability. Heavy-duty payload capacity. Multifunction tailgate, blind spot monitoring, high strength steel frame, adaptive cruise control, the smoothest, most comfortable ride of any truck. And of course, they got those, uh, they got those Jeep Cherokee, Grand Jeep Cherokees. That's what I was driving around. I did pretty well in snow. Steven, I don't even have four wheel drive in mind, but I still managed to do pretty well. I think next time, Steven, after this one, I'm going to take a four wheel drive option. Go over to uh, see our friends at Allen Samuel. Your friend in the car business. All right, uh, Stephen, it is, uh, there's a lot going on up there. Some interesting takeaways from that interview was the fact that Baylor will play Iowa State. Iowa State's not very good. Let's not try to pretend that they are. They've actually been playing some people tough lately. Um, in fact, I think they played um, OU tough the other day. But uh, they'll slug it out with you. They're better than Kansas State. Ooh. Your alma mater lost to Kansas State. I mean, I, I, if 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 honestly, if you lose to Kansas State this this year's Kansas State team, you you got to fire the coach. I'm sorry. I mean, that that's oh Mosley's heartless, harsh. Mosley's a harsh man. Well, I'm Stephen. Jamie is not getting it done at TCU. We'll save that conversation for another day. This week at Wednesday, we'll of course do our NeighborWorks Waco Big Twelve Roundup. And we'll talk about all of that. But you cannot lose to Kansas State. I mean, that's just it's just not in the cards. But, hey, if Iowa State or West Virginia are ever going to knock off the number two Bears, it has to happen this week. Because the Bears, as we talked about with Jerome, are, are going to have only practiced twice. Oh, my gosh. Twice. Unbelievable. They've been out for so long since February 2nd. That COVID bug bit them. The COVID bug. 19, put them in its crosshairs, and it got them. Steven, I'm so glad um, that our man, Jerome's okay. Had to get that uh, chest x-rayed. I mean, this is scary stuff, but he's going to be okay. And uh, it never had to go into the hospital, but really had a bad bout with it. And we're really keeping our fingers crossed that he'll be able to go 24 hours without a fever, and he'll be back on that sideline for the Bears. And uh, this will not be the same-looking team that we saw against Texas all those many weeks ago, three weeks ago. This will not be that same team. 
they're gonna they're gonna look a little out of kilter. Now, can they beat Iowa State? Yes. What will they do Thursday against West Virginia? We shall see. West Virginia is going to come in here with a great opportunity, and we will see what they're able uh, to do. Stephen, do you think the Baylor Bears will finish out this regular season undefeated, or do you think they're going to lose one of these coming up due to all the time off? Great question. I, I'm still going to bet on them being undefeated, even though it's going to be really difficult. They just – I know they haven't played West Virginia, and that one to me is the team. I know Tech gave them a game. Uh, West Virginia is a team you haven't played, and they look like a, a very good basketball team. Bob Huggins always does a great job. They just seem to be so much better than everyone in the Big 12 right now. I think even with the time off, this Iowa State game is going to help. Are they going to look great tomorrow? I have my doubts, but I still think, as you said, they have more than enough firepower to beat Iowa State, and maybe that gives them enough cushion to get through the rest of the season undefeated. I looked up yesterday, and, uh, Stephen, the Lady Bears, the Lady Bears were tied at halftime. I mean, you don't normally see that. It's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on in Norman? I got to jump on here. Get over to Fox Sports Southwest really quickly. What's happening? And, um... Lady Bears got it rolling in the second half, and they turned on the defense. That thing was a pretty high-scoring affair for a little while. And then in the second half, they put them in the chokehold. And the, uh, the the Lady Sooners only scored like 24 points in the second half. Bears put it on them. They got somebody named Mady or Maddie, M-A-D-I, Maddie Williams over at, uh, I like her, at OU. Had a couple of decent players, really nice players. A couple of girls had 20 points. But uh, the Bears did it, and of course, Stephen, the young lady I discovered at Stanford, I said, hey, you should transfer to Baylor. And DJ and I said, okay, I think that sounds like a good plan, and she transferred to Waco, and the rest is history, Stephen, 19 points for DJ and A. Carrington. Moon throws in 17. Dee with 11. I mean, these girls, they, they, you know, it was a good balanced attack. Nalissa had another solid ball game. But, uh, Stephen, the only thing that concerns me about the Lady Bears, turning the ball over. I don't know what's going on there. Had 23 turnovers in that game. Had a bunch of turnovers the other night. Something's going on. Got to protect the basketball. Got to make good passes. Got to make good decisions, okay? Can't be willy-nilly, throwing it up court constantly. Everything can't be the alley-oop. I mean, you got to make smart decisions and – Something that's real important women's basketball that I've seen, both coaching it uh, over the years with my daughter, watching her at the junior high level over the years. Stephen, you got to get the right angles, okay? The, po- the, 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 pass, the entry pass for the top of the key is fine if you get somebody posted up directly. So for whatever reason, in the women's game, um, the entry passes are an issue. And then also just, just kind of, trying to throw it over too many people i i just i was seeing a lack of uh cohesion in some of that some of the turnovers were just simply hey fake the fake the uh fake the you know the the chest pass and go with the bounce pass sometimes when you need to all right steven you like that you think kim's listening to that like mosley's got he's making some good i think she's taking notes right now all right kim i'm here if you need me um all right, they'll get this thing taken care of. But uh, Louisville got knocked off. Steven, did you see that? Louisville, a team that was like 21-2, and two, 
number two in the country. Florida State, a 9-6 and team, just beats them. Just beats them. So they, they, they just knocks them out. There is no dominant team in women's college basketball this year. It's going to be really fun to see who wins this thing. All right. J-Mo is waiting in the wings. Boy, he's been. You talk about a guy who does not like time off. J-Mo is getting very antsy, and he's ready to call a ball game. He'll get back to calling a ball game for the Bears tomorrow night. And for now, you'll just have to. He'll have to call this show. The John Morris show is from two to three. Then, of course, Glenn Stretch Smith, and then Tommy Barfield with game time four to six. Everybody, it's great to be back with you. We'll see you tomorrow at one o'clock. Good night.